www.rumblingrumors.com presents. I am the cream, yeah, the cream of the crop, and there is no one that does it better. I am the most talented performer in the entire world. And you're about to listen to another edition of Rumbling Good morning, wrestling fans. Good evening or whatever. Happy Father's Day to everyone out there. Um, of course, I'm Ramsey, followed by... Hey, yo. I'm Shrine. Hey, yo, yo, it's Travis. And I guess we got a whole bunch of Razor Ramones today. Um, how's everyone what's doing what's today? What's she talking about, Chico? What's she talking? You want another bad guy? Yeah, for <laughs> real, man. I mean, you do think you're playing with the game, mate? You think sure, you're going to make an insult me, mate? Sure, I like what you started, buddy. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it was you that made the Razor Ramone comment. <laughs> yeah, but Sharon made the voice. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey yo. Okay. So guys and gals, wrestling this Look. week. Top three things that stood out to you, Travis. Uh Ring of Honor. That's what stood out to me. Why? Uh, why? Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm just telling you right now, I was able to get my hands on uh, the Ring of Honor pay per view that was broadcasted on Friday, which was Best in the World twenty fifteen. Uh, if you get an opportunity to see it somehow, I don't care if you got to YouTube it, if you got to order it off ringofhonor.com, whatever the case may be, anybody who is a wrestling fan needs to watch Ring of Honor's Best in the World 2015. Single-handedly, best show out of any wrestling promotion I have seen all year round, including WWE, including NXT. I'm just telling you right now from top to bottom. That's pretty cray-cray. It's it was an amazing show. I'm, so, I'm telling you, it's there honestly was maybe one or two botches on the entire evening, but they were done so well that honestly, unless you know for a fact it's a botch, you wouldn't be able to tell it. And the matches were solid, every last one of them from start to finish. Uh sick bumps were taken. Um one of the Briscoe brothers, Mark Briscoe, who opened the evening, he took one of the sickest bumps I have ever seen in my life being thrown like scoop slam. You know how you would just do the scoop slam and slam yeah. him on the map? Okay. The guy he was facing, and I apologize, I cannot remember his name. I, Ring of Honor is really cool. They use a lot of people's just real names or gimmick or not even necessarily gimmick names, but they sound like real names, you know, like Sharon Watson or Travis Fowler, whatever the case may be. He uh, he threw him out of the ring onto the floor below. Now, some people would be saying, okay, I've seen that done before. No, this was literally scoop slammed up. He was questioning where to put him, and then he threw him over the top, and his back hit nothing but a very thin layer of mat on concrete. It was, mm. it was without a doubt, it hurt. 
it hurt me. I mean, <laughs> and he wrestled the whole way through the rest of the match, and you could tell that he was he was in pain. And if he wasn't in pain, he did one of the best sell jobs I've ever seen in my life. Uh, that was my third moment. My second moment would be Jay Lethal is now the undisputed champion of Ring of Honor. He is both the world television champion and is the Ring of Honor world heavyweight champion. Well deserved on Jay Lethal. I never liked him much. Nice. He's a he's a different character from the black machismo thing that he did in TNA. Okay. Uh, He's so different. Like literally, he's the longest reigning television champion, and now he holds both belts in Ring of Honor, both singles belts. He's he's the guy. Um, But my, my. my top favorite moment this week mm-hmm. has to also do from the pay-per-view, and it is the Bullet Club. Just letting you know, I'm the biggest Bullet Club mark you will find. They had an awesome six-man tag team match with the Kingdom, which is Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and Adam Cole. And the Bullet Club was represented by AJ Styles and the Young Bucks. Super kick, super kick parties all around the Ring of Honor ring. It, nice. Again, if you get an opportunity, I highly suggest anybody, especially the two of you guys. I know y'all haven't been able to watch a lot of Ring of Honor before. Find a way to, to watch it. It is absolutely the best pay-per-view I've seen by far of 2015. Nice. Sharon. Man. He um, kind of makes me want to go watch R.A.'s now. I know. He did. <laughs> I know, really. That was a good little top three. Uh, let me see. I'd probably say... My top three would be, obviously, you know, Seth Rollins' face after you heard Brock Lesnar music. I like the Dean Ambrose-Shaman uh, segment before yeah. Randy Orton came out. And I like the promo that Rollins did on SmackDown. Everything's related to Rollins. Hey, yeah. did you guys <clears throat> did you guys watch Tough Enough? What? No, no I watched the I watched the the little special they did when oh, they Oh, the special, they, I'm sorry. Yeah, the special yeah. did you watch that on ne- uh, network? Yeah, the show don't start until Tuesday, yeah. but they had like a little 3-day um It's crazy though cuz like a lot of those guys that were in shape they still couldn't like talk. Thank you. I am so talk, but yeah. just but just like past like the the health like the little health test. Well, because a lot of those guys train for like strength and power, and they yeah. don't realize you're doing a lot of endurance. And here's and here's my thing on that, and this is why I was kind of I, I'm very I'm kind of disappointed in Tough Enough uh, this season. Uh, and I started. That, I know, and I'm already disappointed. And I think I know what you're about to say too. I, I think you're on. I'm sure you're on to it too. <laughs> and yeah, because it's. <laughs> WWE did the WWE prototype. What? They selected Uh-oh. all the dudes are all big, muscular dudes that I guarantee you will be featured endeavored within the next two years. Whoever wins that thing. No, nah, except for the um, except for the alligator cat. Honestly, I'm you can't uh, you can tell yeah. me who they are. I'm just like whatever. And I'm not saying this because I'm a bitter guy, even though some people will probably think I am for not getting selected. But no, for real. I mean, seriously, Tough Enough is meant to be for the people that are passionate fans that, not saying these guys aren't passionate, 
Right. But come on, step outside the molds. I mean, I think we're starting to realize that you don't have to have a body of a great god to be a good wrestler anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got like one cat. They got one guy that's like um a over six feet version of Taz. You see his hair? Like he has like the the old school Taz Mohawk and everything. Mm. Yep. Yep. It's I don't I don't know I just don't have a good feeling about this season. Well, the girls I mean have a shot. Every last one of them is good looking, but yeah. we'll see if they can get to the next level. Good. Hopefully, it'd be a good episode because I've been really excited for it. Um, something pretty um, something hitting the news is that Dolph Ziggler's contract expiring very soon. Yep. And Ziggler. I have a feeling he actually might just leave this time because I, mean, I, I, I think he should. I yeah. mean, they have not done him justice at all. Nope. I mean, they're giving, I... Him, they're giving him, like, the John Morrison scenario where, like, he was so good and all the crowd's cheering for him, and they keep holding him back for some stupid reason. I don't know why. There has to be something to it, behind-the-scenes stuff. I know. It's like either either his attitude I mean, yes. or the way he carries himself doesn't really mesh well with... Yes, it has to know, be something. There's always something fresh. to it. Because yep. I can't see how they can just say, well, he's not talented, so we're not going to really Exactly, because he is. Yeah. There's, there's two things as to why uh, he's getting the John Morrison treatment. He's Daddy Molina. <laughs> I would feel bad for anybody that Daddy I think Molina. I've used that joke twice in the last month. I know, and it's not to say Melina's not attractive or hot. She yes, is, she but is. after everything that I've read in the Batista book and after <laughs> everything that has been said about her backstage... And no offense to John Morrison, but dude, if, if any if any of that is true from what I have read, he should have dropped her like a bad habit a long time ago. I just feel like she's probably pretty stanky down there. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't Sharon's know. face, Sharon's, yeah, know. Sharon's face is right now is just like, oh my god, cottage cheese. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. What I, two things that hold Ziggler back is. For one, he's not the WWE prototype. That's that's number one, and number two, he doesn't care about the WWE but, brass because he knows he's better than. But the here's WWE the thing, brass. Travis. The you talking about the prototype? All the guys, <coughs> arguably right now, that are kind of like being pushed into the, you know, the front, forefront of WWE. Are not the big guys, so it, it has nothing. Like, it has Even nothing to do with them being scared of them pushing not a big guy anymore. That's not the fact. Well, I think the main, well, like I said, the number two reason is because Ziggler knows who he is and he has a mouth on him and he doesn't care who hears it. Well, I mean, that and honestly, so far. Well, I think that gets you as far as, you know, if you stay on Triple H and Vincent Mann's good side. Uh, yeah. But I mean, he's he's been very verbatim on Twitter in the past about saying how the storylines suck. Um, yes, I deserve to be pushed this and that. Because at the end of the day, these guys are independent contractors, and they need to be out to help themselves. Not just the people they're in the ring with, but they need to help themselves as well. Uh, I feel like, you know, from like a, uh, you know, a competitor standpoint, I mean, I don't really see how they can be like too upset with what he says, because at the end of the day, all those guys are competitors. Like exactly. They, you know, they want to be in the main event. I mean, they should commend them, if anything. If he was just there like, hey, I don't care what happens to me, I'm just here. I mean, I would be more kind of like question that whether somebody said hey look i want to be in the main event because i'm good enough to be in the main event well you know to the to that statement there it's interesting that you say that because there was a former writer of wwe that actually was it a zach writer here here we go 
There we go. <laughs> uh, no, the uh, there was a website that did an interview with a former writer. I can I can't tell you the guy's name to save my life. Uh, but he flat out said that uh, WWE this day and age, you know, if you're a pro wrestling fan, and this is what he said, you're basically shunned on. Like you don't you don't want to be in the WWE if you're a wrestling fan and have grown up your entire life because like they kind of frown on that. They kind of want somebody who is more along the lines of a quote-unquote casual fan because, in his opinion, they can mold you at that point. They can mold you into their image as opposed to you being a wrestling historian or something along those lines that loves the business. Right. And you come in with, hmm. with the attitude of, okay, well, if you've been doing wrestling long enough and if you're a good wrestler, you know your value. Uh, CM Punk knew his value. Uh, I'll even say Dolph Ziggler knows his value. John Cena, especially after a while, even though he's known as a company guy, at this point, he knows his value. He can do what he wants. You know, well, John Cena's a whole different case. <laughs> well, again, yeah, Randy Orton is also a different case. But, but Seth here, Rollins, all the guys we'll you're, Seth all the guys Rollins, you're saying too, they are also all were WWE fans and grew up in the business too. So I don't think they're that easily moldable. Well, that Seth Rollins isn't. No, Seth Rollins has been known back in his NXT days and even FCW days. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was known to have a mouth, and yes. and that's what I'm saying. If you're a wrestling fan and you know your value in the business, you are going to automatically get on a WWE bad side at one point because you're not going to take crap. Right, and that's, and that's what that's what writers are going to dish out to you all day long. Apparently, in WWE, well, is here's crap. me: you get high up in a company, say you work for an oil company. Do you talk back to the boss, or you just listen and make more money, dude? Just listen and make more money. You're, I mean, just work on your in-ring skills. But see, yeah. that's like, but that's like a catch twenty-two, though, because like, if I mean, yeah, you can have a boss, but at the same time, if you are a real competitor, like you really like Travis said, you know wrestling, you're a fan of wrestling. You know, you're obsessed with wrestling, so you want to be in spots where you can showcase your talent. I mean, you know, what, you know what's good, you know what's bad. But if you're going to the WWE and you basically know how it is these days, yeah, shut your mouth and do it. Go to RH, go to different companies if you want to just be more wrestling based. Don't bitch and cry if you're going to be on WWE. You're making way more money and you're doing, yeah. you're going more around the world. I mean, with Ziggler's case is, is different because he's been there for so long. Yeah, and that is true. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame him. I'll probably be the same way, too. If Heck you yeah. See, no, I do agree you, with that. When you're you there that long. Like Ziggler, yes. You see a guy like Ziggler that, you know, gets pushed for a little bit and then for whatever reason gets held back. And you see a guy like Kevin Owens who's just coming in and just. Well, because he's the hot new guy. Murdering everything, though. But hey, I'm just saying, like. I, I'm telling you right now, it, and even even to Ramsey's point where he's saying it's just because Kevin Owens is new and he's hot right now. Dude, Kevin Owens is going to be the next big thing here in WWE. He is, but it's one of those things is if they keep doing this whole thing where they're pushing new stars left and right, it's in a – I'm not going to say Kevin Owens is going to lose his, you know, hot streak, but it's he's not going to be as impactful as somebody new. That's just what new stars yeah. bring. Well, and unfortunately right now, I think we said this on the podcast last week or even the week before, um, WWE is so saturated right now with stars that it feels like we have too many. You know what I mean? I mean – now we've got the Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt. I think we need a five-hour Raw. Oh, my God, no. Sharon no. said yes. Sharon said yes in the camera. No. 
No, I'm absolutely not. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even like the three-hour format anymore. You know, it was that me and Sharam were saying. Yeah, three hours was cool when you have like a special, a special edition. You know, every once in a while. Right. But every single week, it does two things, and Mark Madden said it best. One, it oversaturates the product, and two, it makes your pay-per-view value worth nothing anymore. That's because. True. Because Raw being three hours and a pay-per-view being three hours especially. Okay, what's the difference? Especially now that the pay-per-view sets are the Raw set. Mostly (laughs) matches compared to talking and drama and matches. Right. And I mean, I guess technically you still have to do a different way in order to to watch the, uh, well, I guess as WWE wants to call them now, special events. I know. (laughs) But whatever, you know, call them a special event, call them a pay-per-view, call them whatever you want. You're minimizing the effect of it by having a three-hour weekly show. Go back to two hours, maximize your stars, build back your stars that should already be main event levels like a Bray Wyatt, for God's sakes, and don't don't throw them to the wolves, or in this case, the dog known as Roman Reigns. No offense to Roman Reigns, because I like Reigns. But where is Wyatt going to succeed? Shout out, Patrick. Sorry. Yeah, seriously, how is Wyatt going to come out shining at the end of this feud. We already know Reigns is going to go over on this. I don't right. know, man. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I do. I don't know. I will be shocked. I will be shocked. I don't sure. know. It feels like WWE is finally listening to somebody else for once and throwing some curveballs. So this could be one of those. I mean, if you read Sharon Watson's new article. Sharon? Oh, the has WWE given up on Roman Reigns? Yep. It's a basically um, a piece on Roman Reigns and WWE maybe not pushing him. Uh, you know, it could be this one of the things that maybe they're trying to make not Roman Reigns humble, but they're trying to like really build him in the fans' eyes. You know what I mean? They so, are, and they've done the smart thing. And what's the best way to do? Keep making him lose matches that are extremely popular, so you don't think he's that golden child anymore. Right? Because I, had, I, yeah. I did not think he was going to lose that money in the bank at all. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I didn't. I didn't either. And I and I and I do like that. But <laughs> there is uh, there is what I call the CM. And punk theory, and I say that because we bitch and C- moan and cuss. No, we're oh. we're CM Punk goes on, and it's like he's saying, "You come in and for all these part timers, like what he did with Taker, what he did with Lesnar, even what Triple H did with him when he had his very first hot white streak after the pipe bomb promo." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Okay, um, well, what happens now?" And this specifically goes to when he fought Taker. He said, "Okay, I'm wrestling Taker." What am I doing the night after? Oh, well, you're going to be here. Right. Who's going over in the match between me and Taker? Well, Taker, obviously. Okay. What then? Yeah, I remember keep, this. Yeah, you keep having me lose big matches. My stock with the fans is going to slowly dwindle down. Yeah, he is right about that. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You can't do that to Roman Reigns too much because well, I get what, Roman I get wasn't what they're doing. Roman was Punk, though, at that point. Well, and I get what they're doing. If they if that's going to Sharon's point of saying that you know they want to kind of throw you the curveball and make you not think he's the golden child. Me, but, my point. Thank you. Okay, your point. Excuse me. But uh, at the end of the day, you can't have him lose all these big feuds, but you can't also have Bray Wyatt lose because he's he's what? What has he really done? That's why I understand why they're doing this. I don't either, and I and I love Bray Wyatt, and I hate saying this because it's like, are you trying to kill him? Because you kind of are doing that. He beats Ryback, and then Ryback wins the Intercontinental title at the very next special event, and Wyatt's not even on the show. Right. All you get is, like, 
two, you know, five seconds. Yeah, it makes no sense. And they're having him come out of random now, which <laughs> is is cool, but it yeah. makes no sense. You know? Hey, I mean, while, while we're still talking about uh, people not in WWE and kind of MMA stuff, hey, uh, Ken Shamrock. Oh, yeah, he got knocked out. <laughs> yeah, I heard about this. I didn't, oh, I didn't you didn't watch it? Myself. Travis, I thought if anybody watched it, you'd watch it. I know, I, I wanted to go. I don't have cable, man. Yeah, but I thought you'd like illegally download it or watch it or something. Why are you trying to throw me under the bus on our podcast, man? Oh, I doubt the executive of uh, what? Who does he fight for? Who does Ken Shamrock fight for? Bellator. Bellator. I'm sure Bellator CEO is listening to this podcast right now. He's gonna no, sue but you. you, but you forget there's copyright laws, dude. Yeah, yeah. We'll give him five uh, bucks. No, no. Seriously, a buddy of mine got an email two weeks ago from Nuh-uh. somebody saying, "I'm dead serious." He showed it to me, and I was like, "No way." That's pretty scary. That's what I'm saying, dude. So shut up. What did he say? It basically the email read to him. It said, "Listen, we're not really upset that you downloaded it. We're more upset that you shared it. Like Ooh. you were you were helping other people get this yeah. because of the the certain website that he used. He got caught basically, and it was oh, and they were okay. like they're saying if you do it again, you're gonna get you know that little FBI warning they always throw up saying it could subject you to a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. Yeah, yeah, they they threw that at him in the email. That's scary." That's what I'm saying, dude, so shut up. Dude, you usually buy your pay-per-views anyways. What are you talking about? I know. That's what I'm saying, though. But every once in a while, you know, you kind of get the you get the little links from Don't people. throw yourself under the bus. You already did that for me, dude. Oh, you're right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are you guys ready to go to Vicky Guerrero's, uh, fu- uh, not funeral, oh my gosh. Uh, marriage. What? Vicky Guerrero is now engaged. Really? Yeah. I know it's not really wrestling news, but she's part of the Guerrero family. It's I would I would still call it wrestling news because despite what people would like to think, she was a hot heel. Hot heel. Oh, I'm not talking about that, dude. Oh, you mean like she like was popular? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she got heat. She got a lot of heat. She had a lot of heat. Yeah, I mean, Sharon won she, some of that. She's one of, she's one of the few people I ever could recall, especially when she was with Ziggler, where John Cena actually silenced the entire crowd. She barely opened her mouth, and all of a sudden, from complete and utter silence to booze. Nothing but booze within five seconds. She couldn't even get out her promo because I remember. She was that was crazy. That was the, I, I, think we, I think we were – I was part of the crowd in one of those. Uh, I think we were actually watching, I think it was like on a Raw that we were watching over at Tyler's or something like that, because we all started laughing about it. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 I remember now. That was, that was funny stuff. That was real funny stuff. So, um, Sharon. What's up? What? How's uh, it hanging? What? <laughs> I said, how's it hanging? Um... <laughs> to the right or to the left? Oh, so I'm trying to think of a question I was going to ask them about. That's true. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure if it's too soon. Do you think Dusty Rhodes, him passing, should signify maybe Cody Rhodes coming back as Cody Rhodes? They're saying this could be the opportunity for him to go more of his family route again and get out of the stardust, which is kind of stale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I hope they don't just – Give him a, like a push because his dad died. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like but, to me, that'd be wrong. 
Well, I mean, I'm saying, like, do you guys think? Doing it. Do you guys think it's an opportunity for um, Cody Rhodes basically to say, "Hey, I kind of want to go and more in his footsteps, and I'm, you know, getting back to my family roots and take off the Stardust paint and become Cody Rhodes again." I mean, it's a real opportunity for him to really kind of like at least give a reason why he's changing. Because you know, when you change your character that midstream, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Sure. I mean, but, it's good for him, but I just hope they don't like. You know, like like I said, just give him like this massive push or something like that. His dad died. I don't even think that would be the right thing to do. To I go told, back to the Cody Rhodes I told you before though, Stardust in the long run is probably never gonna make it or be like the high end, you know, you know, guy holding the title belt. I oh think no, no, Cody, no, that's yeah, that's I, obvious. But I think yeah. Cody Rhodes though, if he was Cody Rhodes again, because he's a great wrestler, can actually be one of the top guys. And it just sat because he almost like a Dolph Ziggler kind of feeling, but. He has like ties in the wrestling business, so I right. think they're always going to give him a job. Yeah, but I think to your question of if it's going to go back to the Cody Rhodes gimmick, it's kind of a mixture of what Sharon was saying. I hope they don't give him a push strictly because of his dad passing away, but WWE's been known to do that before, a.k.a. Rey Mysterio wins the Royal Rumble after Eddie Guerrero died. Nobody was... Well, that's not that's not too bad though. It kind of gives people like some kind of hope too. I mean, no, it doesn't, dude. I mean, let's face it. If anybody should have won that rumble, and it ain't no offense to Rey Mysterio, but the only, it should have been Chavo if they won. No, Batista the did, but they they went a different route because Rey Mysterio was more charismatic and more well known and things like that, and was associated with Eddie Guerrero. Let's face it. That's why he got the push he did. No offense to Rey Mysterio because he's a great talent, but come on, yeah. I mean. And it's, it's the same gimmick here. If Cody Rhodes were to go back and do the Cody Rhodes thing right after this happened, they know it would only strictly be because of Dusty's passing. But that's would, the point, though. What if he actually came out and said, hey, because I, that's, I'm that's, going to go back to my family roots? Because that's banking right now off of a tragedy. Yeah. Despite what you might well, want to Well, technically, think. it's always going to be banking off a tragedy because it already happened and already – it's happened no no there's a difference between banking on the tragedy and then you know just using it subtly i mean how long would he have to wait in your mind to be cuddy Rhodes so you don't think it's banking on his father's death in my mind it yeah. would have to be at least a six month period and so after and I, six months you're saying oh he's just doing it because he's doing it yeah because honestly they were looking at trying to get the stardust gimmick away anyway with all the cody chants that have been going on recently Right. They even said that's the route they were planning on going is eventually the the Rhodes chant the Cody chance were gonna get to him and he was gonna go back to Cody Rhodes. Mm -hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Stick to your game plan with that. Don't just switch him back because his dad passed away. Let him do the Stardust thing and have the conflict like they were planning on doing of saying, Oh, should I stay Stardust or should I go back to Cody? And then insert Goldust in there again if you want to. I mean, that could be a good tribute right there, a good send off. Or a good memory to have his two sons in a memorable match or a memorable feud, which for some reason they quit before Mania got here because they said people weren't connecting with it. BS, they weren't connecting with it. Goldust beat his brother, and then he never got his vengeance. That is stupid. Sharon. What's up? You're going to Battleground, aren't you? Yes, sir. You haven't talked about it at all. You'd be a little more, they'd be a little more excited. Uh, I mean, because it's not, it's not close yet. It's like, what, four, five, what, five, four weeks? You should find four. out what page or what car Paige is driving and follow her. 
Oh, she's already taken, so. Yeah. Uh, you can still. Um, Be a creepy kidna- stalker. You can still or... kidnap her. That's not illegal. Mm, yeah, what do you mean that's not illegal? <laughs> it's, a, yeah, it it's a Missouri law. Kidnapping anyone. <laughs> that's illegal, man. <laughs> You're trying oh, to have the show, man. <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I don't know what I don't know what Ramsey's deal is. He likes I don't know. But <laughs> no, man, because I need to be there when yeah. the architect shocks the world. He ain't gonna shock the world. Shocking the world, man. No, he's not. <laughs> I mean, let's let's be, let's get real here. The only way he's gonna get his title back is if it's by a, a DQ or a countout. That's how. That's oh, yeah. how. So we got Dean Ambrose fan and we got a Seth Rollins fan. No, I'm. I'm just saying. There's no way that Seth Rollins beats Lesnar cleanly. Oh, Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry. It's just not happening. Cleanly. I mean, Sharon. Come on. I mean, I, you're shaking your head there, thinking that yes, he is. Seth Rollins is gonna do. Come on, man. Get, I mean, get, get real and get off Seth Rollins for a second and get real. How do you guys really think they're gonna turn this around to? Let Seth Rollins seem like he has a chance. A whole bunch of kicks to the head, or what? I don't. I don't know. No, I think no. Because anybody oh. else, anybody else going versus Brock Lesnar, Seth uh, Sharon probably be like, yeah, Brock Lesnar gonna win. Of course. Since, since Seth Rollins, Sharon has a little bit of hope in his in his heart. No, he doesn't. Because I guarantee you, come Battleground, he's gonna go. Oh no! Nah, man, I'm, I'm all in. No, I, I, was, I mean, I'm joking about the winning claim, but I, I think he's going to have some help. Of course. He's got to. I think, somebody, I think somebody going to come in, and they're going to be the reason why he wins. I think he's going to get a pinfall, but it's going to be somebody to help him. Dun-dun, dun-dun, dun-dun. Nah. Dun-dun. No? Uh, let me, no, I think, think he'll be Seamus. That's, that's in my bet right yeah, now. Yeah, they're saying I, I think so. Now let me ask let me ask y'all something because this has also been circulating uh, the news apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, SummerSlam, they have said that they are going to run with the plans of Seth Rollins versus Triple H for the world too. title. Oh my God, no! That's a, I had my same reaction to that, but I want to hear. Uh, that's our obviously. Um, I love so. Triple H. Anything because... with Triple H in a match, I'm down for. No, because if Triple H wins, that would be so cool. It's like uh, old school style. That's a damn shame. That'd be a real. That'd be a damn shame. No, but honestly, it'd be kind of cool because it's like it's the old days where he like is so power hungry. He holds the title and makes the decisions. What do you mean that's the old days? I was say, what do you mean that's the old days? That's the current days. That's how he doesn't have the title right now. I mean, he might as well. Yeah, because let's 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 look at this objectively, shall we? Um, if he were to go over on Rollins, I already feel, and I'm sorry if this offends a Triple H, aka Ramsey fan. Um, I'm just letting you know ahead of time. I think Triple H is very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, protective of his ego, especially with the spot he's in. He's a he's heel. Not. No, My I mean gosh. real. No, I mean in real life. You know why I say this? Because two reasons. One, CM Punk. What? You remember when he had his... What are you talking about? Why why did Triple H come out of retirement, quote unquote? Triple H doesn't give a shit about CM Punk. It's like not even on his radar anymore. No, 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 no. no. He does. You do know where I'm going with this, Sean. When CM Punk was white hot in 2011, 
why or what sense was made of Triple H beating CM Punk at Night of Champions that year. Why? What was the reason? Give me a good explanation as to why he Guess what? Beat Punk. There's just there's just some things you can't explain, whether it be Vince's choice or Triple H's choice. Oh the oh, fuck. Man. Oh the fuck well. That's what I gotta okay. say. <laughs> okay. Here's, Who cares? Here's, 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 Triple H is, is a heel. You want to hate a heel. You don't want it, to like I, a heel. The thing about it is it's not his time anymore. Yeah, and on top of that, his time is not up. Two, his time is now. No, it's time been up. His, yeah, his time, his time up. Example number two, prime and up front, Sting. His time is up. His time is not now too. Okay, but why That's bring okay. him back? Why bring him back just to lose? Yeah, exactly. Agree. Because real, in all honesty, we don't know when we'll see Sting again. If so ever you, you bring him for you know to Survivor Series to do all this just to lose. And then you make it worse. You have them get super kicked by Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. And they never addressed any of that. Exactly. They just have it simply as in Triple H beats Sting. Yeah, uh, guess what? We already know that, and it was the stupidest decision. Because Triple world. H is the best. Cue Marquise's music. No. no. And see, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you... if Because I already know they're going to play this whole Triple H and Seth Rollins, a.k.a. I mean, uh, Orton versus Triple H 2.0 type shit, where he's like the the prodigy and all yeah. like a like a son to him, and and then he screws him over. It's, yeah. it's happening. Which I mean, do I really think Triple H would go over on Seth Rollins? Probably not, because at this point, Seth Rollins is like you said, Randy Orton 2.0, or even Triple H okay. 2.0. He's just more athletic. Here's my thing. In my opinion. Here's my yeah. thing. Triple H does let people go ahead of him. Batista, he took the fall for him and let Batista get higher. He let Randy Orton get above him. He lets people get above him who he thinks are worth it. Hey, those two people that you just mentioned, they're Triple H built. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just letting you know. Randy Orton is not Triple H built. Yes, he did. He was the one that asked him to be a part of Evolution. It was yes, but that's not Triple H built though. He was under yes, it is. He was under his wing, but he didn't learn and train with Triple H in wrestling. Yes, he did. Really? He was in OVW. Dude, yes. Randy Orton even said himself that once he got put with Evolution, he got to keep the minds of Triple H and Flair. I'm talking about an OVW when he started wrestling. He didn't start with Triple H's demeanor and thinking. He started with his dad's demeanor and OVW. When did Randy okay. Orton become relevant? When he's with Evolution. Bingo. That's the whole okay, but, point of being in a clique like that. Okay, but yeah, Triple H, because Triple guess H who has, was the head of that clique? But Triple H has been with Seth Rollins since NXT. Yep. So it makes no sense to like if you if you face Seth Rollins, you beat him. Like, yeah. Would, more than likely, Triple H is going to win. Honestly, to I know you against Seth Rollins. He's not going to win. But personally, I love Triple H, and he only has a couple of matches left in his arsenal, so I want him to win. Uh, he's, of course, he's, he's, he's done, man. But like I said, him down. Trav- Travis cannot even talk because if a Sting's in a match against anybody, he'll go for Sting, which is okay, ironic but, to me. I mean, but I, I get that. I get that because, you know, Sting's You just- too, Seth Rollins guy. Okay, but still, though, it, I mean, the WWE is about, because- supposed to be about building stars for the future. Even if Triple H was going against Roman Reigns, I still wouldn't want him to beat Roman Reigns because... How are you developing them long term? No, I I agree to that stuff. I'm just saying, like, because I am a fan of Triple H, I am biased. Because you're a fan of Seth Rollins, you're biased. I know, but still, I mean, but still, though, like, I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like Triple H should, I don't even really feel like he should even wrestle Seth Rollins. No, I don't either. Yeah, I I, I, I don't really want to see it, honestly. I don't either. It's a stupid feud. I mean, I can see if this was like, you know. 
Maybe maybe in a year. Huh? Well, maybe in a year. Yeah. yeah. But Seth Rollins has been on an amazing heel turn. And let's face it, part of the plan would be to turn Seth Rollins' face. face yes. Why would you do that yes, right now? Yes, keep a and heel a heel. Like that's where it's going to. And let's, I, Travis, I, let's start a hashtag, keep a heel a heel. WB does not know how to do that. No, and because, honestly, if they were to turn him face, especially now, I think that would rule out any chance of us having the Shield triple threat main event for WrestleMania. Because at that point, who's going to go heel at that moment? <laughs> who's going to go heel? Seriously, you would have Ambrose, who is the most over face in WWE right now. I don't care what anybody says. Prove me wrong on that one. Daniel Bryan? Uh, no, he is not wrestling right now. But he's still a wrestler. <laughs> That was no, he's not. He's he's even questionable if he's ever wrestled again. So put Daniel Bryan out of your mind. Who is the most over person in WWE right now? The lunatic. Exactly. Who is, who are they trying to still build? In my opinion, very well at the moment as a main event player. Roman, Roman Reigns. Why on earth would you take the guy who has built up so much heat in Seth Rollins over a year and a half? In the prime of what should be his heel run, time, time. why would you turn him face? Also, too, on another point, when, you know, for both of you guys, when Brock Lesnar was suspended, did you feel like he would be brought back a different way than what he was? Yep. This was stupid. I don't no, think I, just, I felt like, I didn't think, I, I thought like Stephanie would like have no other choice. You know how like sometimes how Vince comes and he'll like make them do stuff? Yeah. Or, like, their backs against the wall where they have no choice. I feel like it would be one of those scenarios instead of, hey, we're going to teach Seth a lesson by bringing Yeah, Brock. because it doesn't make sense. Because Seth or Stephanie McMahon on public television came out the night after WrestleMania and said, hey, Brock Lesnar just signed another three-year deal. So guess what? That makes the beast my bitch. I was like, whoa. Okay, now really, in a logical standpoint, you really think Brock Lesnar wouldn't come back and want an F5? Stephanie McMahon or Triple H at that point. Where it's like they're trying to make Lesnar the heel in this because the authority brought him back. Why did you bring him back? To teach Seth Rollins what lesson are you trying to teach? You're the ones that were calling Brock Lesnar a freaking moron and a lunatic who is gonna go off on anybody and everybody. Right. Yeah. Where's the where's the law? Oh 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 hold on buddy, you're breaking out. Yeah, sorry, I don't know what happened there. Keep going. It, I, I just, I don't see, I don't see the logic in the way they've done this. I, I don't get me wrong. I like Brock Lesnar, and I'm glad he's back. But I just don't like the way dude, they've gone about doing dude, it. Dude, I am like, even, I, I mean, it. I love Brock Lesnar coming back. But you know, at first, I was really getting kind of pissed off at Brock Lesnar because he was in all these matches with John Cena and. No, but man, I just feel like the more he wrestles, the more I just feel like he brings something completely different to every match he's in. And not to say the same thing everybody else is saying, I love the fact that he is not on every single card and every single Raw. It I makes, do too. It really I mean, makes it like you're seeing something special. Uh, Undertaker once a year is too is not enough for me. But Brock Lesnar once a month or once every other month, or it makes you have that fact like, man, is he going to be here tonight on Raw and call out somebody or whatever? That's what I want to wait for. He doesn't come out, whatever, I'll get over it. You know, I just, yeah. I just, oh, and I love his matches because it really, really makes you feel like I'm watching like a, almost like a watered down UFC match, yeah. but you know it's, <laughs> you no, know, nobody's going to get knocked out in a minute. 
he yeah he brings he brings that that legitimacy that everybody has said it since he came back he brings that legitimacy and he brings that brute strength and toughness to the WWE again I mean uh, let's face it the the John Cena match he had last year where he did sixteen German suplexes to John it's, Cena it's just different. He does, I mean, everybody would probably harp on him because they're like, oh, well, he doesn't do anything different. Okay, well, I we know a lot first. of... I I'll admit, I said the same thing. Yeah, but I mean, we have a lot of big stars who, but, who don't do a lot of things different. But you know true. what? But you know what? I mean, only Brock Lesnar, and he was not worn out, too, on top of that, can do 16 German suplexes to the face of WWE oh, and, and make, make it, it entertaining. Convincing. Well, yeah, not just right. convincing, make it entertaining and like a focal point of the match. I mean, yeah, if, you well, hear, yeah. if you hear somebody did, oh yeah, I'm going to do 16 suplexes. Why? That just sounds like redundant and boring. But with Brock Lesnar doing it, it just just feels, it just it was just different. The outcome of it made everybody he, talk about that match. He added, pers- he added to, despite what a lot of people would like to think, he does have personality and he brings a lot to it, uh, to to his matches. And I mean, I mean, come on. At WrestleMania, when he did what he did to Roman Reigns, because now it's become a famous saying, Suplex City, man. I mean, it was. Well, it I think it's Suplex awesome. City, bitch, not man. It is, it is but it's cool. <laughs> but well, every today. time I say I want to make a shorter episode because I got to do something, we always get all. I always get so interested in talking, and then we end up going over. I swear. <laughs> I mean, what do we hit? 30 minutes? 35? 40 minutes, yeah. Oh, okay, well, I mean, that's whatever. just funny. It's funny though. Every time I set a time limit or whatever, I just always end up getting into the conversation that I just forget. One piece. Know. One piece before we before we go for the day. Uh, which, by the way, Sharon, happy. Why Sharon so quiet today? Huh? Sharon's so uh, quiet. Oh, you, you interrupted me, Ramsey. I can't hear you. I was. I know. I'm sure Sharon didn't either. I was wishing him a happy. <laughs> I'm trying to get Sharon some talking. Sorry. Go. I was trying to wish him a happy Father's Day. Oh, uh, you missed that part when I said that, I guess. I did, I did, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, he's, he's our resident father here on, on Rumbling Reality. If you have ah. any Father's Day if you have any father's questions or you want to wish Sharon a Father's Day, what's your uh Twitter handle, Sharon? Yeah. It's W W E R R underscore S H E R R O N. Sharon yeah. has seven different kids, so he is a lot of Father's Day's presents. Oh, leave him alone. Nah, dude. I ain't got the stomach for seven, man. I barely have the stomach for one. That's sad. <laughs> no, it, okay. It's true, though, man. Kids. Kids, yeah. Wear you out. They yeah. drain their energy. Now, I will. Now, going back to our wrestling front real quick, like, uh, the NXT special or the, the WWE special that they're building for July 4th with uh, Finn Balor and everything, what do you think is. I honestly feel like Finn is going to go over. I think we're going to have a new NXT champion. Yeah, I can I can see that. And I think he I'm, should. I'm just ready yeah. for him to come to main roster, though. No, well, here's the thing, though. I kind of don't want him to because they're going to they're going to ruin him and they're going to make him to like a boogeyman kind of guy. No, they no, don't no, no. Maybe one of the dumbest moves they've ever done. Honestly. Uh, Oh my god, I feel like I'll stick my foot in my mouth right now by doing it. But honestly, when he hits the main roster, I think he's gonna end up being like a Kevin Steen and just be completely over. That like, would be I think so I think that could be a case, but I'm just saying I want to I want to I want NXT to keep me at NXT. I mm-hmm. like Raw, but I like the separate entities about them. When you start having all the popular guys start moving and packing their bags to Raw 
in there because they think, oh, NXT's getting so good. Let's get the guys that make NXT that good and bring them to Raw. It just yeah. I mean, on. that's the whole. Isn't that like what it's supposed to be though? Yeah, well, it was. Keep them there it was for supposed a year. to be. Keep them it was supposed to be originally. Too. Yeah, it was originally supposed to be that, but now they're looking to. Uh, build that NXT roster because now they're making it an alternative brand as they call it. Exactly. And if you can have an alternative brand that still brings the same money into the same corporation, why not? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like since NXT is going with the brand movement, should they keep Kevin Owens on NXT? No, I think they should move Kevin Owens to Raw. They're already doing it. You're saying the Finn Balor thing. I think Finn Balor should take the title, which is probably going to happen. And then Kevin Owens will be full-time Raw. Okay, this is so, what, when, this is, so when should Balor go to the main I think roster? I think like that, a year that, or two. That's what I was going to say, honestly. And I, I think it would be the best thing to do for Finn Balor is his debut. It just like I feel like any debut, if you're going to, especially from an NXT standpoint, he needs to debut on the Raw after this WrestleMania. That'd yeah. be awesome. That'd be a great, that's a great little one. Hey, I don't know what it is. I think I've already said this before, but I just love the fact when you watch NXT, it's like, maybe not now because it's getting so popular, but when you watch it and then you, like, like say you love Kevin Steen, or, sorry, Kevin Owens. You love Kevin Owens so much, and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden you finally, finally get the chance to see him on Raw. It's like it's like you feel like your baby has finally, like, left the house and gone to the main. I don't yeah. know. Well, I mean... Uh, Mark Madden said it on his most recent uh, column. Jerron's laughing. Uh, at me. He's got a uh, he's got a column that he writes every week, and he basically said it. NXT is basically WWE's version of Ring of Honor. Why is Sharon laughing so hard? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I bet it's the baby comment. Oh, okay. Well, because his face, man. Like you, if you saw his face, like Rams looks so proud. I know. I was excited because I just he thought... Lo- he loves Kevin Owens. Somebody like, somebody like Kevin Owens, you just never <laughs> thought they would like... What's so freaking funny about this? Yo, go ahead, man. Go <laughs> You're ahead. making me feel insecure. <laughs> no, you you good, man. You good. Go ahead. Somebody He's like, like I, don't, Kevin- I don't have any kids, man. Kevin Owens, it feels like my kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's Father's Day. I want to feel like a proud papa. <laughs> I don't know. No, somebody go ahead, man. somebody go ahead. like Kevin Owens, you just would not think he'd be main tier talent for a Raw or a SmackDown. But for some crazy reason, Triple he H and those guys. Yeah, no, I'm excited. For some crazy reason, Triple H decided, hey, fans like this guy. Let's actually push him too. He's if, a star. You know, if they just listen to fans once in a while, I guarantee you wrestling would be the top trending Twitter freaking thing all the time and all that crap. Yeah, when he kicked uh, MGK, man, I was dying. Oh, that was awesome, dude! MGK, was who, who <laughs> yes. saw that coming? Of the power, who saw that power? But MGK coming? must that love wrestling. He does. Yeah, no, he probably got a check for that too. No, I, he, you know, he probably he didn't. Le- he legitimately does love wrestling. I mean, there, I'm, I have a couple of MGK songs, and I have specifically one of his albums. He actually does name drop wrestlers and like old time wrestlers on his uh, on some of his songs. Eminem wannabe. No, dude, no. No, they, they're different. No, yeah, they are. I grew up with Eminem. Eminem's my guy. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, well, you know what? I grew up with Eminem too, and Eminem is is a uh, tootling Yellow Wolf now, and Yellow Wolf is freaking awesome. I don't and... like him either. I like Eminem. He's friends with Eminem. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so <laughs> stop your hating. I don't. I don't. Nah, MGK solid, man. But yeah, Travis. I don't. I don't think anyone saw that coming. No, I mean, who? Seriously, what other celebrity do you know of that has taken a 
not not necessarily a, a table. That one bump, guy from WCW had the title belt, but a bump. Okay, David Arquette, sure. David Arquette. But that's <laughs> my point, though. How many celebrities can you say have been willing to step in a ring and do, or even just do something like that? I don't recall seeing a bunch of celebrities doing table spots. You that's know, true. He, I mean, MGK. Not Man, only you could tell how much padding there bump. was. It looked like there's a freaking bouncing ring under that table, though. I, I mean, I agree. When he went through that, that table, it was like it was like. It was like, and, and, and even though, yes, that is the case, I mean, he still had to agree to do it, yeah. you know? Yeah, that was so funny, man. Uh, I Honestly, I've always said if I was a celebrity in that in that regard, you know, anything outside wrestling and I came onto a wrestling show, I'd be more than willing to do something like that. Because yes. it's like, come like, on. Well, well, I mean, otherwise, why are you there? Do what? I said, I said, I mean, I agree with you because otherwise, why are you really there? Well, promotion. Yeah. It's like you go into I mean, a baseball field. I mean, you can still promote, but if you're if you're a fan, obviously you're there to promote and be in that world. So yeah. take a yeah, That's take advantage true. of it. You know, take take a clothesline. I'm pretty sure he got like mad cool points from friends. Yeah, and, and if you're a celebrity girl, take your clothes off. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure if there's a couple of the single divas, you know, MGK probably you know probably did show them the machine. I don't know. Gun. He looks ugly. He's lanky. He's like. Dude, I, unfortunately, yeah, I know a bunch of chicks that actually. Yeah, I was gonna say I know a bunch of chicks that actually find him attractive. Like he needs some food in him. Look at Rusev. Look at yeah, Rusev. Rusev is nailing Lana right Rusev's now. Rusev's not yeah, late. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, I'm just talking about the MGK is like freaking tall as heck, and he's like really, really. Oh I, no, I get what Sharon's point is. Is the ones that you don't think are attractive in those eyes, girls find absolutely stunning for some reason. Rusev, go down. <laughs> Rusev crushed that pussy. Rusev, <laughs> Rusev, Rusev make a Russian buffet. <laughs> I love, I love Shiraz laugh. I know. All right, guys. Well, I'm gonna sign out on this one. <laughs> we'll sign out on the Rusev uh, puns. Uh, I'll show you Mother Russia for sure. <laughs> Rusev hit it hard. Hey, man, but it. It's, it's always it's always that way, man. It's always gonna be that way. That's true. I know. Well, um, see you next week, y'all. <laughs> Hold on. Let's, I think Sharon's having a panic a panic attack or something. I don't know what, what's it called. Lucifer crushed him with my feet. <laughs> Sharon, Sharon's face. No, I'm, okay, hold up. Before we leave, I, I'm also <laughs> laughing too because I keep thinking about like the way they keep making Rusev lately. He's like like this big oh, old like, stalker. It's like, kind of like, good though. I like I know, it. It's funny. Yeah. Like, Rusev had like you know a comedic side to him, but it's actually kind of funny. Rusev, I crushed the pussy and I chased the pussy, and <laughs> I had two. I'm a big old pussy. Say that in the promo. Yeah. I know. I know. And this ain't dissing on Russo. I just, I just, I'm just like the voice. It's funny. Man, yeah, Russo's dope, man. I, I said, I told Ramsey about Russo a long time ago. Like, you didn't tell me shit. Yeah, trying to take yes, credit. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. You trying to take credit like you just took credit for my Russo impression a minute ago? Get the hell out of here. I took credit for Bray Wyatt. I'm taking credit for also you, talking about Russo. You always take credit for all the good guys. Because <laughs> you didn't know about NXT before it got on the network, dude. Yeah. Exactly. So, huh? You have, you have beaten that fact to the ground. That fact is over with. We know that fact. That fact know. is. Hey, just like Tyson Kidd says, I knew about NXT before you did. Fact. <laughs> it was on Hulu Plus before it was on WWE Network. 
And Fact. he goes, like, kids and st- That's, like, a kid thing. When you're, like, in high school, like, yeah, I got this new CD first. Nobody knows about it. It's going to be popular in a month. Who cares? You like it, you uh, like it. You don't you like do. it, you don't like it. Uh. You do now because of the WWE Network. Fact. Yeah, that's how you watch NXT. No, you originally had to watch NXT on Hulu. Some Fact. people had to work. I work too. Oh Fact. yeah, well some people had to work and were in college at the same time. So was I. Fact. Um no. <laughs> you were not working 45 hours a week and then over 18 hours at college at OSU. Thank you very no, much. I did not. I did and not I bid you hours. a good day, Travis. What what did you say? I can't hear you. What was that? Oh, are you going to let me talk now? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Travis, if you if you break down the time you talk in this podcast compared to everybody else, you talk the most by far. Oh, so for you to for you to ever for you to ever for you to ever say you don't talk enough on this podcast is a freaking lie. That's all I gotta say. Are you feel, are you feeling neglected, Ramsey? Not at all. Not at need, all. Do you need a tissue for your issue of not having enough time? <laughs> oh, not at all. I'm not like you. I don't give an ish. You don't give an ish. Nope, ish. I know. I heard you say ish. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> Out of all the other times that you don't cuss, you say I ish. I, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> it's not. We had to have. We had to have one banter. I know. All right, guys. Uh, this is Ramsey, and I'm out of here. Watch Ring of Honor. Watch Ring of Honor. Sure. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you next week, and I definitely will watch Ring of Honor. And... Watch Ring of Honor. WWRumblingRumors.com. Check out latest articles. Hopefully, Travis will be sending one soon. He said he'll be yes, sending sir. one very soon. Uh, I've been writing a little bit again, if you noticed. Been doing a couple things. I'm sure Sharon didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little bit. Little, a little couple things. Nothing like really big. All right, guys. Everybody have a good one. Happy Father's Day. Happy Mother's Day to uh, Travis. Have a good one, guys. Bye. What?